Welcome to the Christian Contractor Podcast. Christian Contractor Podcast. A show created for kingdom-driven Christian contractors that are focused on scaling their business in God's name while positively impacting the world around them. If you're ready to ascend from a contractor to a purpose-driven business owner, we're here to serve you. Here's your host, Brandon Guthrie. What's up? I'm Brandon Guthrie with Dream Design Labs here on the Christian Contractor Podcast, where our mission is to help Christian contractors scale their business in the name of God with biblical principles and righteous marketing so that they can be a light in the darkness. Marketing doesn't have to be hard. All you need is the right tools and the right heart to serve. Thanks for tuning in. I am super excited to have Chris Chris Bohannon, the VP of of the nine-figure Bravo Sports with me today. Chris, welcome, and thank you for being here. Man, thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited to be here today. Uh, it's a blessing, man. It's a blessing, and obviously, we connected at uh, at Emerge Conference. That was amazing. I'm wearing my Emerge hoodie right now. I've been wearing my Emerge bracelet every day since that day, and I'm already, I bought the ticket like immediately for the next year, so I'm just counting down the days. Dude, it's emerge is an amazing experience for anybody who who for any guy that has not been there let me tell you it is i i was not a believer uh i mean i, I was a christian believer but i was not like bought into the emerge uh mentality until i actually went uh and man it'll it'll change your life it's mm. changed mine for sure definitely mm. so powerful so powerful yeah for those of you um that haven't heard of Emerge, it's a men's conference in Southern California. Definitely look into that. But today, I'm super excited to jump into um, what Chris Bohannon has been able to achieve and how God has impacted his life and uh, how you guys can take some gold nuggets from his experience. So before we jump into the secret sauce, the gold nuggets, the value that people are going to glean from this podcast, first let's start with a little bit of like, who are you? Who's Chris? Like, give us your backstory, quick backstory on who you are, where'd you come from, and how'd you get where you're at today? Well, gosh, I was born and raised in the Midwest. Uh, I'm a Kansas boy. So, uh, you know, I grew up there and really grew up um, in a home that was not necessarily where faith was really important. Um, I can I can distinctly remember we we went to church up until I was about six or seven years old, and then we just stopped going. And so it wasn't until I got to high school that I made the decision on my own to pursue God and gave my life to the Lord And when I was 14. And then it was just kind of, from there, it took off. Um, I've traveled all over the country and the world for my career. I went on to pursue a degree in exercise science and human biomechanics. And really... Wow. Um, you know, uh, what shaped my life was the pursuit of, of the gifts that God put inside me. Um, I didn't know at the time how God was just crafting me uh, to be something that was, was beyond what I could have ever imagined. Uh, mm. most, most people who get a degree in human biomechanics end up in like a, a stroke patient lab or a, a clinic and and mine is not like that. My journey was not like that at all. And God mm. had other plans for me. And mm. it's really shaped my perspective on entrepreneurship and just uh, finding your purpose and really being able to give to the kingdom based, based on what God's put inside you. Mm. Powerful, powerful, man. Wow. Beautiful, beautiful. So uh, obviously, so you got some, you got some knowledge under your belt, you know what you're doing. That's why you've been able to get to where you're at. And obviously it sounds like you really locked in on knowing your God given purpose or trying to, trying to lock in on that and really step into that and probably asking God, like, what is my purpose along the way? And, and surely, but slow, I'm sure slowly, but surely he just, he lit the path. So for our Christian contractors listening in, uh, we got some awesome value that Chris is going to be able to bring to us through his life and his experience. And even if, if just one of you guys are, if we even plant a seed of transformation in you guys today, I'm going to be pumped. So first question is, what does trusting in your God-given purpose mean for you? Well, you know, it's interesting. Your purpose, it's so interesting. I, I always 
I always chuckle when we look at kids coming out of, of high school and, and we say, what do you want to do with your life? And it's like, I think that even when we're in our thirties and forties, we're still trying to understand like what we're doing with our lives. And it, and it, it's somewhat like organic and it grows and it shifts and God has many, many plans for a lot of us. And so, you know, for me, you know, knowing that, that you have heard God and believing in your purpose for him, uh, this, it translates into so much more than, than you can understand. I mean, I think that once you figure out what God has put inside you, um, it'll catalyze your, your journey in faith. I mean, it, it'll, it can, it's full of valleys and mountains, but, but more mountains than valleys. And, uh, you know, I can, I can remember God putting that in me mm. and, and really revealing to me what my purpose was and how I could affect the marketplace. Mm. And, and for me, God's purpose continually in my life serves as a constant motivation. Um, it's at the core of, of who I am and how I was uniquely created. And, mm. you know, my purpose and God has really put this in me is that I am to provide vision and strategy to those that are, that are seeking, uh, how, how they can grow in God's purpose. And, uh, God has, has really shown me that I have this unique ability to work with individuals and really help them excel and see like the gold nuggets that they've got inside them that they just didn't know they had. And, and this can span across multiple categories of business, but, or not even in business, just, you know, talking to my daughter or my daughter's friends, mm. uh, this idea of what God has in store for you and then having big vision. One of the things that I, in my career that, you know, one of the, the tenants that I've been known for is that I can see uh, almost like the matrix, <laughs> um, the, the infrastructure and the scaffolding of someone's vision mm. and can suggest to them very clearly concepts and roadmaps to uh, success and and what I would say are very non endemic in my space. We talk. What, I talk a lot about what's endemic and non endemic. And you have, like for example, if you owned um, a, a running, uh, let's say you owned a shoe company, uh, a running shoe company, you would go and you would advertise in a running magazine. You would go to a marathon. That's endemic. Non endemic would say, let's go to the farmers market or let's go. Let's go somewhere different, right? Like let's go where yeah. let's go where not all the other competitors are. Let's go, you know, and we're seeing that like in funny ways with like Doritos partnering with Taco Bell and creating a Doritos Locos Taco, right? Like mm. who would have thought that those two would have come together? Two right. very non-endemic, right? Or uh, Adidas and Lego, right? And they mm. come together. And right. so um I see a lot of those things for people uh, and, and God has put that in me and, and that's what's really grown, grown me professionally. Um, you know, these are, what's fascinating is that God puts talents and gifts in people and sometimes they can be really scary because you have to confront perhaps your ish or, or whatever it is in your life. And, and it's one of those things where, God promises us, you know, in Proverbs 18, 16, he says, a man's gifts make room for him and brings him before great men. And, and that is absolutely true, is that when, when a man can realize the gifts that God has put inside of him, mm. you know, God's purpose will always succeed, mm. will always succeed. Amen. And, and, you know, I think that for those listening, you know, I would encourage you to pray about God's purpose for your life, for your business, and just in your daily endeavors. Like, what is my purpose today? What mm -hmm. is my purpose? And what gifts can do you, have you put inside me that I can utilize today? And then once you get confirmation about, about that purpose, you can move forward in, in like unwavering confidence because you know that God has put that inside mm -hmm. you. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's so powerful, so powerful, so, so much amazing. Ah, uh, value right there. That's, that's huge. Um, and so for you, God's purpose or his, the gift that he's given you is to identify, like seeing the matrix. That was, I really like that. That was like a good way to paint the picture, the scaffolding of someone, someone else's vision. And 
so that obviously as you were saying it's like so what what has god uh, what has god revealed is your gift and there it is you revealed it i was thinking that was my next question um that that's your gift is identifying that in people in your daughter in work and business and whatever and that's so interesting like uh wow uh i'm curious to like is the do you have an example of a time where you were able to identify something that no one else saw. And I am sure there's that case. Um, and because you identified that, because you saw the matrix that no one else saw, like wh- that it, because you identified it, it created something amazing. Do you have an example of or a story like that? Yeah. It, you know, it was fascinating. I sat with this woman last, I don't know, it was probably six or seven months ago. And, you know, I'm part of this business mentorship called Pathfinders. And in this, in this program, it's like, uh, it's a five month program and it's a mentorship to really kind of unlock what's, what's inside you, uh, and, and to help you really hone in on your, your business skills to, to excel for the kingdom. And, you know, we do this thing called a hot seat and she sat down and she said, you know, I own, I own a floral business and I'm very successful. But what happens is, is that inevitably I hire these people, they come work for me and then they leave Mm -hmm. and they go and they start their own floral business. And now Mm -hmm. I have a direct competitor and I don't know what to do. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, as we went around this group, everyone was talking about, you know, better training and all this. And it became very clear to me, God showed me. And, And I said to her, I said, well, okay, why don't you make money off of these people? Mm. Why don't you just become the authority in the floral space and set up a business model where you're training people to then go out and start their own floral business? Mm. Why don't you become the, the capstone to your industry? Yeah. Everyone's coming to you and leaving. You might as well make money off of it. <laughs> yeah. So let's, let's scale this. Fair free. Now, now you can bring people in and, and you can train them up and now they have your mark you know, much like what Paul Mitchell does in the salon business mm-hmm. or what shoe surgeon does in the, you know, the kind of the, the hype beast footwear culture now in terms of custom Nikes and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You can't beat them, join them, right? So it, to me, the, yeah. it became very clear. And she was like, oh my gosh, I'd never thought about, about doing that. And ironically, she is also the head of a Christian <laughs> school. So she's already in a role where she's raising people up and teaching and releasing people. Wow. And so all of a sudden she's like, I'm like, (laughs) oh my gosh, well, this is your gift and your purpose. Yeah. This is it that you already have a gift to teach. So you just have to apply it to your passion that you've, that you've ran. You have to flip the script, you know, Mm -hmm. where her passion is building these beautiful floral decorations. Mm -hmm. Now she's going to teach other people how to do it. She's going to make money off of it. Wow. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. You put, you saw those two, you put those two together and you're like, hello, come on. And you yeah. saw that. And that's, that's huge. Wow. So for Christian contractors listening in and they're like, well, what's I'm, I'm, I, the question is what does trusting in your God given purpose mean for you? So, um, some, there might be some Christian contractors out there that are like, I'm struggling to figure out what my purpose is exactly. Um, and that you kind of touched on it a little bit uh, with saying, you know, pray about it. Like that's the best thing that you can do. But uh, any, any other advice that you can give to somebody that's like out there, they're Christian, you know, they're, they're believers or becoming believers or interested or whatever journey, part of the journey they're in, but they, they just, they're like, well, I don't know what my purpose is. Well, it's interesting. I think that if you've not taken a, um, like a strength finders test, mm. I think that it's really important to do that. Um, because you know, you want to, we always talk about like strengths and you want to be in your ceiling and not your basement. Mm. And it, once you identify what your strengths are, then you want to play in your strengths. You want to spend 80% of your day in your strengths mm. and you want to spend you know, as minimal time in your basement, right? And mm. that idea of like, well, don't you want to work on your weaknesses? Mm. I, I would argue that you, not necessarily. I would say, let's make your strengths as great as they can be, right? Mm. Like, let's capitalize on that. And, okay. you know, I think that as you understand what they are, 
you know, whether it's a, your, your strategic or your visionary or compassion or whatever that is, mm. you lean in on that and you ask God and you say, you know, God, give me vision. Uh, and, and he will, but, but the vision will flow from your purpose and he will mm. help to understand, he will help to reveal to you how you can take your strengths and how that plays into your purpose. You know, I think that, you know, uh, in, you're going to encounter resistance in the world, right? Mm. Like when great people want to do great things, there's always resistance, mm. right? But that oh, yeah. shouldn't compromise the confidence that you have in, in what God has told you because there's always, you know, once you find your purpose and it's always amazing, like once you start to do that and you share that vision with somebody, there's always going to be somebody who's going to say, I don't know, <laughs> like that seems really risky or are you sure, right? And you got to have confidence that God... God has a plan and, mm. and he's not going to, he's not going to let you down. Right. Wow. It, I think it, it says in, in first Thessalonians, it says, you know, the one who calls you is faithful and he will do it. Right. Mm. And, and a lot of times I think that we just get in the way and, right. and we, we don't want to accept that that's our gift. Mm. Uh, we're scared of our gift. Mm. Right. It, I use the example of like someone that, you know, that, that, that is great speaking in small groups. You say, you need to get on stage. Right. You need to, you need to, you need to speak at a, at a bigger platform. Oh no, 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 no. Like <laughs> being in front of people makes me uncomfortable. Right. It's like it, all of a sudden the fear creeps in, but you're very good at it. Mm. You're very personable. You're really good. Mm -hmm. like, ah, I don't know. And it's like, you have to step into the fear, mm -hmm. right? You really have to trust and step into the fear. Um, wow. And that, and that's, that's, I think is, that's almost the biggest problem, right? I think that, mm -hmm. that fear Conquering fear is massive. Like you, you, that is that is a really hard thing to do. Yes, which is which is my next question, and we'll circle back on. I'd love to ask about like some uh, resources for strength finder tests. I think that'll be really cool. But let's let's hit on the next question, which ties exactly what you're talk what you're talking about now, which is let's talk fear. How do you conquer it? Oh man. I mean, this is like the most common hindrance to fulfilling a dream or a vision, right? Mm. Like this is, um, but there's, there's no place for fear in our lives. And, and it, in my opinion, um, it's a terrible place to make decisions, business decisions, family decisions, right? Fear and hat, it just, it'll inhibit, uh, you from thinking clearly. Mm. Uh, and, you know, I make, I've experienced fear gosh, in a lot of different ways. And, uh, you know, it's, it's interesting where fear can come from. And, you know, when someone speaks a word over you, right? Oh, you can't do that. <laughs> right? Or I don't think that's possible. Or you really think that you can make a million dollars in a contracting position. Um, it creates fear and anxiety, right? Like it's, uh, and fear comes from the enemy and the enemy doesn't want us to succeed. And of course, it's amazing the power that words have, right? And, and I think that this one is near and dear to me. You know, I once, you know, when I was younger and, and God bless my mother, but when I, I was a physical therapy major in college and, and I couldn't pass physics. Hmm. And so because of that, I changed my major and I changed my major to physical education with an emphasis in exercise physiology. And I did that so that I didn't have to take physics. It was the only way I could stay kind of in the field that I liked without mm. taking physics. It was the loophole, right? Hmm. And I called my mom and I told my mom and my mom said to me, she said, so you're going to be nothing more than a glorified gym teacher. And I remember those words and, the, and those words stuck with me and it created fear that I was never going mm -hmm. to achieve what I wanted to achieve. Right. Mm. And so that was a huge fear that I had to conquer in terms of Someone had already put up a, a hurdle or a barrier to my dreams. Mm -hmm. And I yeah. feel like that in contracting, it can be feast or famine, right? Like when it's hot, it can be really hot. And when it's not, it can be really scary. Mm -hmm. And there's yes. always somebody who's like, you just need to go work for the man. You need to go, you know, get a job, a real job, right? Like they say, get a real job. Yeah. It's like, I have a real job. What are you talking about? Like I have a career. It's mine. I own it. I'm the contractor. Um, yep. Yeah. Yeah. And so you got to conquer that fear. You got to get over that hurdle. And, you know, not everybody wants a nine to five, right? Like not right. everybody wants a nine to five where I'm working for somebody else. And, you know, I think that 
my biggest encouragement is that instead of focusing on the negative, that you have to imagine the positive things mm. that could happen with, with what you're doing as a contractor. Mm-hmm. You know, God's love is the power that's going to kick the fear out of your life. Mm. And God wants to see you be successful. Like God has put that gift in you and, that, and, and has spoken that into you. And there's no way that that would be for nothing, right? And, yes. and just because someone else doesn't see your vision doesn't mean that, that your vision is wrong. Mm. Wow, powerful. Yeah, there's uh, Christian contractors listening in right now. I know they, I know, uh, uh, definitely seasonal, uh, can be seasonal. Uh, we always try to fight that and mitigate that. But uh, and at times, things don't work exactly as um, you planned, and it can get really tough. And, and that, that conquering that fear, the mental toughness, that part of everything, that's like the catalyst, I feel like, for all achievement really um, I mean and uh, is being able to get through that like remove yourself from that place don't make decisions in that space that okay this is not working out I failed let me make this decision no it's like boom remove yourself whatever you have to do cool down physically change your surroundings and uh, make make decisions when you're in a more clear state and I, I highlighted God's love. It's like, dude, God's love will diminish all fear. The light, the darkness and the light cannot exist together. So no. for those Christian contractors listening in right now, I know you can get in tough times. You know, um, let let God's love be the thing that removes the fear from your mind and then don't make decisions in that, in that state. Wait till you're in a, in a more clear state for you to make those very important decisions. And for myself, um, like I recently, I recently have been trying this thing. Um, I, I pray uh, this really cool prayer that I love. It's I've crafted it myself. I'm sure we all have our own, where it's like an affirmation almost that you yep. you repeat whenever you're kind of going through something. Uh, I have one of those, and I'm sure every you know many people do as well. And I I try to do that and to really. It's like flipping the script from fear and anxiety to like calmness, peace, and abundance, you know? Right. So it's like really flipping that script. And then um, like one thing I, I heard someone say recently, that like it's just changing the way I say it, but saying instead of being problem-focused, be solution-focused. It's like just changing right. the lane um, so practically. And then – Obviously, then the Holy Spirit 100% saturates your heart, removes that fear. Um, and, oh, man, I've heard – I don't know. Have you heard of Jamie Winship? Yes. Yes, okay. I have. Yeah. Yeah. I'm reading his book right now, and I just saw him, like, by accident at a conference, like, two weeks ago. I'm So I'm reading his book, and, I, like, just – it was recommended, so I'm going through it, like, not really knowing who it is or anything – and then I randomly go to a conference and he's speaking at the conference. I'm like, wait, that name sounds familiar. <laughs> and he was the one speaking. So, so cool. And um, he, he talks about knowing your true identity, God's identity that he has for you. And your true identity is not an identity that's based in fear, stress, or anxiety. It's based right. in love, confidence, and passion and power. You know, like you got purpose. Like you said here, God has put that in your heart for a reason. And, um, so operating in your true identity is having that passion, having that power, being fearless, knowing, Hey, this is either going to work or, or I'm going to learn and that's okay. I'm going to keep moving. I'm going to keep going because our purpose is greater than our circumstances, right? If we got a purpose, we got our vision, it's way up here and we're circumstances like twiddling around down here. Like, yeah, okay. This is kind of bad. Okay. This is kind of tough, but our purpose (laughs) is like, whoa way up here right so well and god god always wants us to be connected right and i think that when fear and anxiety comes in the enemy gets his fingers in there and tries to you know it's all about dysfunction and and disconnect and god is all about connection and Mm. when i find that that fear and anxiety start to creep in i have to go meet i have to go meet god where in my space Right. And for each, Mm. each person, it's different, right? Like some people, they may sit on their porch and read their Bible or for me, it's, it's going out and it's, it's being in nature. So I'll go for a trail Mm. run. And that's when I talk to God and that's when God speaks to me. 
like God very rarely speaks to me when I'm not out running or, or out doing that, you know, kind of like when you and I spoke about when I ran to emerge, that was my, that was my moment with God, right? Like that was, that was it. And, and so what I've always encouraged people is that when you get to that space where it all feels like it's not going right, is that you have to stop, you have to break agreement with what's going on and say, mm. I, this is not of God. Mm. And this fear and this anxiety is not of God. And I'm going to go spend some time with God and we're going we're gonna to go get, get our head right. And, and really for me, it doesn't matter if I go run for 10 minutes or I go run for an hour, that God is always, when I get there and I, and I give myself to the Lord, God always comes back and, and reminds me of Jesus' sacrifice, of God's love, and mm-hmm. that he would not have put me in a position like this for me to, to, to be in pain or to be in fear or to be in anxiety. And, mm-hmm. uh, and, then it's, and then it's like getting recharged, and I go right back into the situation with a much clearer mindset mm-hmm. uh, and almost like prepared to go to battle with fear. Where yeah. now I'm ready, and now I've got my my sword and my shield, yeah. and I say I, I will not tolerate the fear. And what usually happens is is that I see a different alternative that maybe my mind mm. I did not see it was cloudy, and I come yeah. back to the situation, and I'm like, oh my gosh, well well here's a solution I didn't even consider, yes. and here's an alternative, or maybe I need to call one of my brothers in the Lord and say, hey, like I need I need prayer in this. It just mm. all of a sudden. The clouds part, and there's a much clearer vision for my life in that situation. So, wow, Christian contractors going through some situations. Pause, remove yourself, get with God, speak to God, get that clarity, and let uh, plug into the Holy Spirit and let the the solution be revealed to you. Because there always is. There always yeah. is. I don't care, right? If if it's a if if it's a you want to call it a failure. I don't even like that word. You know, but it's like that could be character building. You you ask for strength. God doesn't wave his wand. He puts you through something that's going to give you strength. So maybe everything works together, for, you know, for your good. Um, so anyways, wow. Amazing. Powerful, powerful. This topic, I can I've, I get energized more than any other question or topic is is dealing with fear, stress and anxiety, probably because right. I've dealt with it a lot in my life and um I get energized big time. So we're definitely going to be circled back on this one. Um, but so question number three, because I want to respect, honor, and value your time here, um, is does God want your business to grow? Oh, yeah. Yes. 100, 100%. Mm. Like God would rather have finances the world in your hands than of mm. uh, uh, the non-believers, right? Like, it's interesting to me the the poverty mindset that exists in our Christian world where a little bit is okay, right? That that we that that we decide as Christians that we want to live as paupers and not as as kingdom-minded people. And God raised us. I mean, we are we are sons and daughters of a king. So we are princes and princesses and and to have that kind of mindset that God has laid out abundance for us. Um, should not be a shameful experience. Should not be something that is a taboo or the white elephant in the room. Like God has put us here for for us to grow and for us to take territory and dominion on his on his land and and to to make it prosperous. To make it prosperous. Mm-hmm. And and I, you know, it's it's fascinating to me because. God wants to bless us. And, and the key is, is that we have to walk out those blessings. And it's almost like God's sitting here and saying, all right, I want to I wanna bless you. And I want, your, I want your business to thrive. And I want you to think big. I want, I want you to think, you know, 7X what you're doing right now. You know, you're doing, you're doing $100,000 a year. Why can't you do $700,000 a year? Um, well, you know, I, well, you know. It's like, no, because the more, you know, and, and this calls into the whole rest of your faith, right? Like if you're tithing, right, which you have to tithe, right? Mm-hmm. Like your life will change. Christian, Christian contractors, if you're not tithing, start tithing like yesterday. Because God calls you, you know, to give that. Uh, and Because the money we're making is not ours anyways, right? Mm-hmm. So let's take care of the house first. Let's take mm-hmm. care of our house. And, and God would rather you be giving seven times back 
to build the kingdom than one time. Mm-hmm. And, and for me, you know, that kind of perspective is, is essential to, to my business, to my life. Um, that the, the wonders of what God has in store, I, I probably can't wrap my mind around it. It's just mm-hmm. a matter of whether I want to step into it mm-hmm. and, and, and own it. And, and that's, again, goes back to fear right? Fear and failure. Mm-hmm. Maybe I can't do it. Or, or they're like, ah, oh, well, if I, if I make that kind of money, I, you know, I might be greedy. Well, you need to get in the church then. Let's, mm-hmm. You need to tithe. You need to make sure that you're plugged in. You got to do all those things. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I just, the, the mindset of, you know, this is enough. And, mm-hmm. and it doesn't mean that, I, that you're never satisfied because I do believe that there's seasons where God says, I want you to stay here for a while and I really mm-hmm. want you to sow, mm-hmm. you know, but then there's other seasons where God's like, this is an opportunity and I want you, I want you to step into this and I want you to grow this because this can have an impact. Mm-hmm. And, and if you deny that, you're not stepping into your purpose. Mm. You're not stepping into your purpose. Right. And, and the enemy wants, that's exactly what the enemy wants is for you to just put the brakes and say, nah, not today. Or, <laughs> or, it's not, or not me. Yeah. Maybe someone else, but not me. Mm. Wow. Wow. Powerful. That's huge. Yeah, I think that I think um, that's so common to battle with that, and it uh, it really I feel like hinders yeah us being able to step into our purpose and have true impact and take territory in God's name um, is thinking yeah well I don't want to I don't want to have too much you know and money's a tool right money the word money is so taboo it's like it's a tool it's it's a tool it's uh, you know and give to Caesar what is Caesar give to God what is God's and you know. Th- uh, we need to, in order to make impact, we need to grow our business and generate that revenue in order to have the impact that we're called to have and create the purpose. Most likely, and not everyone's purpose is the same, right? Not everyone's vision right. is the same. Maybe someone uh, doesn't, and some very specific story vision doesn't require abundance and revenue to make that impact. Maybe it's done a different way, but in some you've been placed on your heart to grow your business and, and give through the abundance of your business, then you need to step into it with the confidence of the Holy spirit. Um, and like you said, uh, it's better in your hands than it is in, let's say an evil person's hands. I absolutely say the name, like, I hate to say this even at all, but like, I don't know the Epstein's of the world, you know, um, I, you know, I hate to even say that, but it exists. It's real. Do we want that to be magnified or do we want this to be magnified? That's, that's so, so, so key. And then, like you said, taking territory, mm-hmm. um, by us growing our businesses. I loved at emerge. Um, I can't remember, uh, you'll, you'll, you'll tell me his name right now. I'm sure, uh, the gentleman on stage who was talking about buying like a TV station or something. Oh, Tracy, Tracy, Tracy. Armstrong. Yes. Tracy Armstrong. Oh man. Amazing guy. Um, yeah, like that's taking territory. You know, we're, we're taking yeah. the media back business sector, Hollywood, uh, Broadway, uh, politics, you know, like, and taking territory in God's name. And to do those things, we have to operate with the tools of the world. And one of those happens to be money and yep. revenue. Right. And that's just how the world operates. We're not of the world. We are in the world though. So exactly. That's key. Well, and I think it reminds me of like when God came to Abraham, you know, and he promised Abraham this inheritance. Abraham mm-hmm. was fine without it, the inheritance, mm-hmm. you know, like, but Abraham went and walked in faith. And, and because of that, it changed the landscape for Christianity. You know, at Abraham's faith was, was credited to him because and he was, he was righteous and he believed in this promise for, for an inheritance that he didn't even really ask for. Mm-hmm. Right. And, but he, but he did it because he was faithful. Right? right. And, and, you know, I think that, that when you get stuck in your vision, that is the perfect time for you to step out in obedience and God is faithful. And, you know, it's the, when you step into that, as you said, you got to step in, you got to lean in, mm-hmm. God's going to reveal to you, um, incredible ways or avenues where you can take what you think is abundance that, you know, perhaps you can't wrap your mind around it and you can apply it somewhere else and you can be effective for the kingdom. And whether it's helping with an orphanage or it's, you know, uh, and it's someone who's in a time of need. I mean, gosh, even like 
it's as small as like someone who, who if you get asked to be on a meal train, right? Mm-hmm. And you have abundance, you have an extra $50 to help provide a family with a meal. I mean, this, this is not just millions of dollars. This is, as sm- I mean, like when we talk God's blessings in abundance, it starts small, but it grows. So I think let's not get it twisted that we're just talking about hundreds of thousands of dollars or those kinds of things. Like, you know, for some people, $20,000 change their life, right? Like it, it exponentially changes their life. And when you, God wants you to have abundance. God wants you to have more in your storehouse because he knows that you will be an effective tool, as you said, uh, or a conduit for him to grow his kingdom. And to me, there's nothing more rewarding than knowing that like, if I get a bonus and I know that I can take some of that and I can go affect his kingdom, it's like, oh, thank you, Lord, mm. that that you gave me the opportunity to even be part mm. of something that raises your kingdom, right? I'm not even thinking about, oh, I've got, you know, an extra 20 grand in my bank account. I'm thinking, all right, how do I apply this money and put it somewhere where it, it comes back to the house and we can raise our people up and we can do things that are, that are special, that are, that are just, you know, uh, gosh, just you could change somebody's life. Mm. Um, you know, and it's, it's like what we're seeing at our church with the growth of our school, you know, at a time when the public school system is failing, Mm. people are, people are, you know, people who have been blessed are blessing this school and, and because of their blessings, you know, it all, it all travels through, right? It all travels through and we're raising up our youth and our, and our kids in a way that's godly and, and much better than being raised in a, in a school where there is no God. Right. Mm-hmm. So th- that's my thought on, on, uh, being a pauper in the marketplace. Yeah. I'm tired. I don't want to be a pauper in the marketplace. God raised me to be a King. Mm. Amen. Hallelujah. Yeah. That's, that's crazy. I, I took a note on one thing that really popped out for me, which was like Abraham was called and he didn't even want it necessarily. Um, and I think that a lot of us might be having that same calling and we're like, well, that sounds, that feels daunting to, to do that. Uh, All of that, what your God's plop, you're plopping in my heart and my mind right now of all this awesome impact that I could have. That sounds like a lot, right? Well, yeah. And, and Abraham is like the perfect example. All he wanted, they wanted kids Mm -hmm, and, and they didn't, they didn't want, they didn't want tear like countries. They wanted a, they wanted a child. Mm-hmm. And, and then not only that, but God asked him to sacrifice a child and he, he was ultimately obedient, right? Mm-hmm. So even in the face of receiving the gift that he really wanted, not the inheritance that God had promised him, but like something along the way, God asked him to give it back. And he's like, okay, Lord, you can have it back. And God's like, no, 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 no. Mm-hmm. Like you have been ultimately obedient, right? Mm-hmm. That's the kind of obedience that I want. That's mm-hmm. the kind of obedience that, that I want that inheritance to be able to Cause like that to me is, man, you want to talk about gutsy and just dedicated that, mm-hmm. that kind of commitment. Um, and, and God will, re- God will reward you for that. I mean, it's crazy that I'm just in my life alone. The things that, that God has blessed me with that I could have never imagined. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Um, so powerful. And another thing that stu- stood out to me was that, um, the giving and abundance begins even with, with, I mean, anywhere it begins anywhere. It almost feels like yep. it's, it's not, it's not like a, uh, some big achievement. It's like an everyday, it's an everyday thing. Like whether it's, it's this much or this much, it, that's irrelevant. It's where's your heart and how are you operating? Are you looking, are you going out of your way? Even when you don't have a lot, like we, like we know in the parables in the Bible of when, um, you know, uh, someone had didn't have much and they gave out of their heart and they gave their last, you know, money and compared to somebody that has tons of money and they gave a donation and they're like, oh, look at me. And that was not seen as, as important. And, uh, you know, I, I think that goes to say for all of us, it's just a daily, it's a posture. It's a posture, you know. Um, it's like today, whatever it is that you need me to do or give, whether it's money, time, resources, whatever, like I'm here for that. And that can maybe your journey and your vision is not this crazy complex impact thing. Um, and it's just doing the little things. And that's 
just as important as the other things. But And we're all getting different visions plopped in our hearts, right? And obviously we pray and we try to get clarity that it's not the enemy and the deceiver or ourselves trying to, right? But it's actually uh, divine wisdom from uh, from our Father in heaven. Um, so that's that's key. That's a key takeaway is like what, wherever you're at, you can do this now. You can right. begin to... Uh, to give and I have confidence that God will bless that. I mean, it's biblical. I mean, it's in there. It's promise either yeah. whether it's here or in this next life that yes, it will. Well, be and God, returned. God tells us that, that it's, um, that we are to be stewards and we are to serve other mm. people. Right. And, and serving has many forms and there's many tools that are used in serving, whether it's financial or it's your time, mm-hmm. you know? So, as long as we're focusing on being a good steward and, and serving others, you know, that, that to me is using your gifts and your talents and your purpose. Right. And, and, um, you, you will be rewarded. Mm. It's, it, it all goes back to being obedient and, and just having grace and mercy and, uh, and then trust, trust that God, God is faithful you know, that God has purpose and that it will succeed. Um, you know, I think that money is just a tool mm-hmm. as you said, that, mm-hmm. that I think is the biggest misunderstanding and misconception mm-hmm. being able to bless, uh, yourself and bless others, you know, in the kingdom. Yeah. hundred percent. So you guys, this is amazing. Um, number one is we are talking about our purpose. Number two, we're talking about conquering fear. And number three, we're talking about, creating abundance in our business so that we can give back and bless and honor God and take territory. Um, so on that first question, I wanted to circle back, like I said, on those, so uh, the strength finder tests. Yeah. So like resources wise, because I'm sure there's, there's Christian contractors listening in right now. Like what's my purpose? I'm excited to try and now conquer fear. And I also now I'm going to get rid of my popper mindset so I can take territory in God's name. But I, I, to get started, I, I need some resources. Like how, what strength finder test would you recommend? Well, I really like the Clifton strengths, Cliff, uh, strength finder test. And you know, you can, it's, I think it's on like the Gallup, uh, website and you can buy, uh, you can buy the test for yourself and it's, uh, we use it when, with all of our staff members. And so mm. our staff members on my team take the, the Clifton strengths because I need to understand uh, how to make them better. But if I don't understand their strengths, I can't leverage their strengths to make them better. Right. So as an employer, uh, you know, I need to know how I can get my my staff to operate in their ceiling, not in their basement, because like mm. I may think this person I may be giving this person tasks that are playing into things that aren't their strengths. And that's mm. why they're failing. Right. And, and, and then it's not because they're a bad employee. It's because I've got them in the wrong seat, right? They could be a tremendous right. employee. I've just got them in the wrong place. So, you know, the, the, the Clifton strengths is 34 different attributes. And, uh, you know, you take this test, it takes about 30 minutes and then you'll get this really detailed report. And, uh, it's going to basically show you how, how unique you are. Right. And what's fascinating is when you look at these, like, um, it's going to lay out all 34 uh, strengths. And there is like a 0.001 chance that there is like someone else that scored exactly like it's like it's like one in like a couple million. Wow. That that you have the same strengths as someone else. Exactly. All 34 in the same order. Right. And and so it's really interesting because what I find is that most people when they take the test, like 50% of their strengths, they go, oh yeah, that's me. I'm a visionary. I'm, I'm strategic. I'm, you know, time management's important to me. But then you get others where the other strengths and they're like, oh, I had no idea that that was something that I'm, I'm really good at. And it's really interesting how you can put somebody in a position to be successful or even yourself gives you a little bit more purpose to walk into that and not have the fear because it helps you understand, Oh, that 
I had no idea that this was something that I was really good at. Mm-hmm. Um, or the reality that, you know what, you're just not a real good public speaker. You know, <laughs> maybe you shouldn't be, you know, in public speaking. Like, okay. All right. You know, that's probably, although I aspire because it's really cool and it's makes, you know, like it's aspirational. I may, that may not be something that I'm really good at. Right. So, uh, it, it, it helped me to like sort, sort things out. Um, that's a good one. That's a good one where, cause that, that's like, that can be a struggle. I think for a lot of people it, so in your, in your opinion, is it like, if, if you're seeing like that's, you're aspiring for that, but clearly you're not gifted for that. Is that something you would say? Like, I mean, obviously it's ultimately your choice, but what, what would you say? Well, I think it, it causes you to, to reassess, like to reassess the track you're on. Right. I think that you can, you know, maybe you're not the person that's on the stage, but maybe you're the person that's coordinating the stage, right? You're super strategic, but you're not the personality. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's like, it doesn't mean that you can't do what you're doing. It's just, maybe there's a different aspect and a different seat on the bus, right. Mm -hmm. That you need to sit in. Um, you know, and, and what'll what's nice about the test is that it'll help you chart your your course to to really find your true north, and then to really be more focused uh, in terms of leveraging your gifts and not spinning your wheels with other things, right? right. And, you know, if you've read Atomic Habits, you know, and it talks about like delegating and habituating, and you know. This this type of test will help you to uh, really figure out what you need to be doing and what you don't need to be doing, right? Like, mm. get in your lane, get out of this lane. You know, if you have if you own a business and you're saying, okay, well, I've been doing the financing and I'm not really good at finance, I probably need to contract that out and stop mm. messing with that. I'm doing myself a disservice because yeah. clearly that's not my strength. Wow. Uh, <laughs> You know, or for me, like I, I'm visionary tends to be my number one. So that I'm not really good at the, at the details, at the mm-hmm. real good details. So I need to have someone who can come in and really give me structure. Split the right? hairs. Yeah, like, exactly. Really get in there. Exactly. And so it keeps me from playing a role that, that is not, that isn't, that I shouldn't be playing. Dude, wow. I am definitely going to be taking that 100%. I'm excited yeah. to, to see what that says. I've taken Enneagram, but this sounds like it's a bit a bit different and uh, uh, maybe more elaborate. So, dude, thank you for that. Yeah. It'll, I think what's interesting is it'll help you change your expectation on yourself. Mm-hmm. It'll give you some like performance goals or something to shoot for. It definitely helped me with time management and resources for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then also conflict resolution, which I think is really interesting. You know, with with it doing it with my staff, it helps me to have conversations with them, and it's minimized a lot of the, like the frustration mm. because I can look at it and say I'm getting frustrated because I have an expectation that on something that's not their strength. Yeah, right. Wow. Um, and, and so that's been really that's been really good in terms of pro- team problem solving. Mm. So powerful. And for Christian contractors listening in right now, I mean, they deal with this a lot. There are uh, some, some are more developed. Some are uh, still getting started and still growing. And they're really trying to figure out the human factor. It's like, oh, I got to deal with all these humans, all these personalities. Like, oh my gosh, I didn't sign up for this. I'm good at, you know, doing roofing or I'm good at landscaping or I'm good at windows and doors. I didn't know I had to become a a master of human psychology now, but it's like, if you are going to be a leader of company, you're going to, uh, well, I, if, if that's your strength, right. Hopefully that you're that yeah. person that can lead those personalities. And if not, that you would find someone that can. So for Christian contractors listening in, please, I would love for you guys to take this and then get us some results. I'd love to hear from you guys. Like, Hey, what'd you learn? Like what changed for you? So feel free to reach out to us. That's huge. Um, so dude, amazing, huge value right there. I mean, for me, I'm like, dude, that's, that was worth every, you know, this, this entire thing. So, uh, dude, so recapping guys, number one, we talked about purpose. Number two, fear. And number three, talking about being okay with growing in God's name. Uh, I think we got some epic value from Chris today. Thank you so much. We, um, 
really dialed in on making sure that we're following and, and, and locking in our purpose. We're going to use our strength finder test to lock that in, to help us lock that in. We're going to separate ourselves from making decisions in fear, and we're going to step into the true identity that God is, has for us and the true purpose and vision with confidence. And then we are going to not have the pauper mindset. We are going to have the king mindset. We are yes. sons and daughters of the king and creator of the universe. We have royal yes. blood pumping through our veins. So let's start acting like it, right? Well, you know, it's funny. It's, you know, the top three, the top three, um, like, uh, atoms in the world, right? Like uh, hydrogen, carbon, all that. They are in us and they are also in the universe. And everything in this, everything on this planet is made of, the, of like three or four key atoms. And so are we, right? So we are part of the creator, right? Like we are part, mm. like God built us in this and it is by unique design. And, and it's like God has orchestrated, it's a beautiful symphony, right? And yeah. you are part of this beautiful symphony. Mm. And, so. and it's, I just, man, it's such a cool, uh, like when you go down that rabbit hole, which I tend to go down in terms of like looking at how God orchestrated all these little things, man, every one of us is here for a reason and a purpose. And it, you all play a role in this beautiful symphony. Like mm -hmm. it is, it, everyone is, everyone has a role. Mm -hmm. Everyone has a purpose, right? Mm -hmm. it's, if you think you don't, you're wrong because God has purpose for you mm -hmm. for sure. Yeah. Powerful, powerful, my man, dude, Chris, I value your time big time for you to be here on this podcast. I know is a big deal. So I appreciate you, my man. Where can people connect with you and where can people find you? Oh, man. Well, uh, you can reach me via email. That's probably the, the easiest or uh, which, you know, my email is uh, cbohannon at nutcasehelmets.com. Uh, or you can reach me on my Instagram, which is just chrisbohannon number one. So it's Chris Bohannon one, uh, on Instagram. I, I tend, that's my, that's my social with me and my daughter uh, and just our life together. Um, but those are the ways you can reach me. Uh, happy to help anybody with their Clif Clifton strengths. And, and, you know, it's, uh, I think it's a, it's a, it's an important tool. It's, it's changed my perspective on how we do business and how I interact with people. And I'd love to help other people. Amazing. Amazing. You guys, Christian contractors listening in right now, definitely check him out. Uh, he's a leader. He's a business uh, leader, and he's he's helping people grow in their lives through the Pathfinders apprenticeship program right now. So he's all tuned in on helping people elevate. So he's a key person to connect with 100%. So, dude, yes. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Christian Contractor Podcast. I'm Brandon Guthrie with Dream Design Labs. If you're a Christian contractor that wants to scale your business in a way that is God-honoring, join our free Facebook group at go.dreamdesignlabs.com forward slash eight-figure group. Check it out. It's free to join. I guarantee you'll get great value from the content and community. Remember, marketing doesn't have to be hard. All you need is the right tools and the right heart to serve. Till next time, stay blessed. Chris, thank you so much for being here, my man. Thank you for having me.